Hey, everybody, it's episode 444 of PodQuest. Whoa, 444. What a number, everybody. It's Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Kwame also says hi. <laughs> Does he? Or are you just assuming because he's like. He'll show right up at some you. point on the show in the background. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just assuming at the moment. Um, yeah, how you guys doing? Uh, not too bad. You know, I'm doing. My ankle hurt me really bad on Monday, so I wasn't able to walk yesterday, and now my cough is back. Yeah, I'm just, I'm falling apart again. Ha- have you, you know? considered just stopping? Like, stop hurting, stop getting sick, just just be normal and healthy? I've I've been trying. That's the thing. I've been trying to will my body to be, like, not hurt, not sick. And it just isn't working, I guess. I don't know. I have another doctor's appointment in, like, 15 days or something like that. It's uh, the 3rd of March. So, yeah, 15 days uh, from now. Uh, 16 days from now. So, we'll see about how things are going from there. But, oh boy, gotta love the life of not taking care of yourself for the better part of three years. And Aren't now, you 34? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I did take care of myself pre-pandemic. It was you did. I... Pandemic, it, it was really the pandemic. Once that hit, it was just like... I went out once or twice to go walking. At one one point, I went out for about two hours. I think I walked about... I can't remember. But I walked from my house to all the way down to the school on Browning. Um, or by by where uh, the, the, the sushi place is now. There's a school near there. I walked oh, right, all right, the way... Yeah, like it's on Bell Road, right? Yeah, I walked all the way up that road up to Black Horse Pike. And then I walked to King's Highway, and I walked all the way down King's Highway back to my house. That's actually that is a long walk. I will give you that. Like it is that that, was... that stretch just from your house to like Bell Road is like much longer than you realize until like you're paying attention to driving on the road, or, or it's much longer than you realize until you actually walk it, and you're like, "Fuck." <laughs> well, um, I mean, and... yes, that too. But I was just judging from like when i've when i run to that sushi place to grab sushi and it's like oh it's it's like right after richie's house and then it's like oh no no no, it's no that no it's no where what oh there's an over wait what oh there it is (laughs) i mean it's it's only like a two minute drive from my house maybe three tops but like oh yeah but like there's so much between them and you that it's like oh yeah no no this is far further than you realize it's like a mile at least yeah, that was my one and only walk that I did. And that was like a week or two into the pandemic after I'd lost my job and everything. That was like my one and only walk I did for a good six months because I was in so much pain after that walk, not realizing how much of a walk I was doing that like I just I I could barely move that day and the next day and like the next three weeks after that, that I discouraged myself from walking. Um and so then, yeah, I just didn't really do any physical activity for the better part of, like, three years. And now I'm dealing with the, the benefits of that. I mean, that's one way to put it. Yeah. That is one way to put it. Um, But, hey, at least you're trying now, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best. And that's all you can do, is try. Yeah. And if you fail, try again. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you're like, but I don't want to try twice. No, I don't. I don't want to try once, god just... damn it. I honestly just want to start jogging, but I can't because my ankle hurts. 
too much when I try to jog. Like, if it's not, like, in a better spot by the time I see the doctor at the beginning of March, I'm gonna have him recommend a, an orthopedic for me to go see. Because, like, this is, this is not natural. Like, I've had instances where, like, I would step wrong or whatever and I would hurt my ankle. After surgery, like, post-surgeries, there would be instances where I, like, I would hurt my ankle somehow or I would step wrong or whatever and I would hurt myself a day or two maybe three tops before I'm back to normal. But this is like, if I walk more than a mile, or if I walk upwards of a mile, I start to feel pain. And then today, like, the pain wasn't as bad as it's been, but it was still bad, but then I started to form shin splints on the other leg now. It's just, come on, body. My body doesn't want me to lose. Yeah, you know what? Normally I would just say, nah, nah, it's all just in your head. But yeah, no, I I think your body is actively fighting you trying to get healthy. Yeah, that's why why it's, it's giving me my cough back. Have you, have like, you oh, considered you're... challenging it to ritualistic combat? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I could try to kick my own ass. I mean, like, um, like winner gets healthy, loser dies. <laughs> yeah, I could try that. Uh, a, a fight club scenario right here where I'm the narrator or Tyler Durden. Um, I could try that. I mean, just make sure you record it for your stream, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it would only be on stream. It would be like the biggest boxing event of the century, even bigger than create the next creator clash because yeah you don't need marisha ray in this boxing match you just need one person fighting himself i mean have you thought about voluntarily like like throwing your name in the ring for the next creator clash i mean i could i could try i could definitely try just be like look i don't even need an opponent i will just punch myself in the face (laughs) repeatedly for your pleasure and my own yeah i mean that might work look you might get some views out of it i i think i'd get a handful at least two yeah, maybe three. Uh, now you're pushing it. I think four's pushing it. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll give you three. Yeah, I will give you I will give you those three. Thanks for those three. No problem. Uh, and you anyway. won't be one of them. That's a thing, though. You won't nope. be one of them. You stream at night. I'm not watching fucking Twitch at seven o'clock at night. Are you out of your goddamn mind? It's <laughs> the only time I can stream. Well, start get a job where you can stream during the day. I honestly, because I've been looking for jobs, and I know this is going off on another tangent. I've been thinking about looking into, like, part-time slash um, retail-esque jobs that see how much I could get paid and how much they would pay me. And seeing, a, it, you know what, if I'm working four to, four to midnight or whatever, or whatever, night night shift and streaming day shift, I thought about it. I really have. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a bad time, but I can understand why you'd think about it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway... What's on, what's on the agenda? Uh, so we had a book club this week, Interstellar 5555. Uh, I started playing Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Cobb, you read Dark Web. It's a Spider-Man X-Men series. Uh, I watched all of, uh, Vox Machina, Legends of Vox Machina season two. I don't know if anybody else did. And, uh, Cobb, I assume you watched Daybreakers, a series that I've been wanting actually watch since it's been on now. Yes, that was me. Did you think Drew watched something? Actually, I'm I'm sorry I assumed that Drew read Dark Web. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's Spider-Man actually the X-Men correct comic. one. Though legitimately, I would read that, unless Cobb says it's bad. But Spider-Man and X-Men sounds fucking dope. I have, complaints. <laughs> I have complaints, but it has nothing to do with the quality of the story. Well, fair. It's, it's X-Men, Drew, like... X-Men the Spider-Man are the sure. fucking greatest. What are no, you talking about? You're not wrong. But have you ever no, heard No, no, you're both wrong. Like, no, 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 let me finish. <laughs> you're not wrong. X-Men are the greatest. 
But have you ever heard Cobb say any good uh, thing about an X-Men comic? Fair. At least not one that's, like, happened in the last 20 years. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I w- I'll throw out there, th- just b- a little teaser for, for when we get there. This is, like, a spiritual successor to a late 80s, early 90s um, storyline called Inferno, um, where the Limbo Dimension takes over Earth and a bunch of, like, things in our world, like, spring to life as, like, demons. So, like, toasters and swing sets and, and fucking mailboxes all become, like, demons and try to eat people. Um, and it's, it's, the, the antagonists are Madeline Pryor, who is a clone of Jean Grey that Scott married after Jean died, not realizing she was a clone because he's a fucking moron. Uh-huh. And, um, Ben Riley, a clone of Peter Parker. Okay. So it's, it's Clone Wars. <laughs> no, that's something different. That, that's Star Wars. Okay. I understand did, did they're they... all Disney, but different, different. Did they rename, what was, what was the, uh, dimension that you were saying? Limbo. The, the Limbo. Oh, Limbo. Did they rename Limbo 8chan? No. Is this the Dark Web 8chan? I don't like know. what you did there. We're going to move on. Um, well, but just, well, uh, <laughs> did you see the thing Sean posted, Sean Appleton posted about the 10 basic X-Men plots? Yeah, I, I commented on it with the 11th. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he, like, it's not wrong. Like, it is, it is accurate. If you, if you really look at any X-Men plot, that is you can tie it back to one of those ten things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how about the, how about this, uh, Interstellar 5555? Interstellar 5555. So if anybody who didn't watch it or who didn't go through the loops to watch it, um, it is the movie, it is the anime movie, um, that uses Def Punk's Alive. I think that's what the soundtrack is called. I can't remember. They showed it at the very end. Um, uh, but one of Daft Punk's albums as, like, the music and backing track of the movie. But there's no dialogue, there's minimal sound effects, it's just the soundtrack and the animation. Which I thought was cool. I was a little let down that, like, they didn't merge the two together much. That like, explains a little bit why, like, I watched it twice and I don't have any idea what happened. Nothing. It's an anime music video. Like nothing. It, yeah, it's it is. It's a it's a it's an hour and five minutes. It's probably about an hour or just under an hour long anime music video. It's think, an hour and five minutes in total, but I can't remember how long the credits were. Uh, I think it was like an. I literally just watched it before we started. I think it's, it's like like an, an hour, hour and, like two, and minutes. two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I watched um, it twice because I it wasn't that long, and I finished it once, and I'm like. I don't know if I watched this or if it was just on and I spaced out. So I watched it again and then had the same like realization at the end. I'm like, I don't think anything happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things happened, but because there was no dialogue or anything, you really had to pay attention to what was going on to know what happened. Yeah. In a sense, I was having a hard time focusing on it. Um, just be- because there was no dialogue or like obvious story happening. And, I don't like that sort of music, so it was a lot of like I was I was staring at it and trying to focus on it, and then like my mind was wandering. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, I, I will say, um, I did not realize that Yu-Gi-Oh had a prequel. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, it was it was totally like Yu-Gi-Oh art, um, because I think it was Toei who did the art. It was no, it, it was that that's who opened it. Yeah. See, I looking at it, I feel like the art. Like the like the animation and all felt older than it was. Yes, I'll also agree with 100%, that. Hundred percent. 
If you told like, me it, this was '80s anime, I'd have believed it. But it, it was I was even going to say like just early <laughs> to mid early '90s. Like, yeah, the, yeah, like the Yu Yu yeah. Hakusho, some of the um the the '90s Gundam stuff. Like it, it just kind of reminded me of that stuff. Um, just less spiky hair and big eyes, but like in yeah. that same like like the the animation quality and style and all just like reminded me of that. Not the early 2000s where I think of like. Inuyasha and uh, Gundam uh, Seed and any number of other things that kind of like started at like the tail end of the 90s and like ran into the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And like it's a little harder for for us because a lot of the anime that like we had access to at that time were slightly older. They were things that ran in the 90s and, and usually were done before the 2000s. But even some of that stuff, like I feel like Cowboy Bebop, um, Trigun, they just had better animation quality than than this the film did. Yeah, and it's it's just I wish there was dialogue. Like it was the the music backing was cool, but like I said, some of it just didn't really feel like it connected well enough. Or even like, subtitles. It, I would have taken subtitles. Uh, yeah, subtitles. Some like a silent sort of, movie. Like, yeah, yeah, like some sort of way to express what's going on. More than just having to watch it, like, because on occasion the music would give you the feel of what's going on. Like, you would get a sense, like, based on the music, it's like it's a slower part. It's like, but like, it's still like the one thing that drove me nuts was when they were doing harder, better, faster, stronger. The 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 robot arms that were like taking off their clothes and stuff weren't moving to the beat. And I feel like if you're going to do something like this, where your whole, where your whole movie is based off of the music that's playing in the background and you're supposed to get a sense of what's going on based on the music, you need to move the world to the beat as well. And so I just feel like it, it kind of fell apart because things weren't moving to the beat. Things weren't moving to the music. The music was just there. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like they wanted it to be like a Fantasia. Or like, yeah. like I, I am assuming that, um, and it's just that they missed like what made Fantasia Fantasia. Um, I, I also like like this did help kind of like confirm for me that like I really dislike EDM and house and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I would rather listen to Gregorian chants on loop. Gregorian chants <laughs> are fucking great, man. I know, but like there is not a lot to them generally would rather have those on all day every day than ever listen to any extended dance music ever again. Oh my god. He needed to get 5555 gold records. Wait, is that what the story was? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going through the synopsis and one of the things like they had mentioned 5555 a few times in it and like one of the main things is he needed 5555 gold records in order to rule the universe. Um I did not catch and, that. And so that's, they, it was it, like, and so they find this book that has like the dude's plan in it. And if you blinked or looked away for two and a half seconds, yeah. when they turned to that page, you would miss that. So, yeah. And that's, that's exactly like the problem. Like, like we we're saying, like, because there's no dialogue, because there's no like words or subtitles or anything like explaining and the music doesn't really explain it either. No. You just, you have to watch it. You have to focus on the show and the music is just in the background. And like and you said, the, it, the music 
isn't really in sync with the animation. Yeah. So it's it's hard it it is legitimately hard to focus on something like that because yeah. you're trying to both hear this music and pay attention to this animation and try and like piece together what's happening, but the two things yeah. conflict with each other so hard. Yeah. And so like I I like I was sitting there, I was bopping to the music, I was enjoying it. But like I didn't I didn't not realize that he needed fi- uh 5555 gold records. Like I realized he needed a gold record, which is why he kidnapped I didn't them. even pick that up. Like he needed a gold record at like the, the to to rule the universe. He needed some disc of gold or a gold record, which is why he did all this. And like I noticed that but I didn't realize like he needed he needed 55 or 5555 of them or anything like that. Um I I love the hero gets like his chance but then just dies. He's just like, yep, all right, he's dead. Like they 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 weren't able to save him. The hero comes, rescues them, and then he's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they 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 were able to put up a statue of him. But he was at least he was able to meet his love once, which I'm still confused. And like maybe if I read the plot, like were they was he just a fanboy, or were they like did they know each other? Because I got a feeling that, like, they didn't know each other, and he was just a fanboy, but they fell in love at first sight when they met as he was dying? I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. I, I, is it yeah. in the synopsis? Because, like I said, Not really. I didn't pick up any of the stuff you're saying, and I, like, having watched it twice. I didn't think to look on Wikipedia and read the synopsis. Like, that never no, did. It, 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 pro- it probably doesn't really explain it. I'm not gonna, like, because the synopsis is long. It's, it's a, it's a good, like, maybe, like, six or seven paragraphs, which, to me, is long on the internet. Um, it's, it's it's insanely long for a thing that, in an hour, doesn't actually tell you anything that's happening, for the most part. Yeah. Like, the entirety of the, like, explanation of the plot happens in about six seconds when they're looking through the book, near the very end. Oh, like at least in like the actual thing it's like oh they found yeah. oh this is why everything is happening okay done yeah i i was also let down that i was expecting before they left earth to get some sort of like akira style battle or some shit like that and not just them launching off and then the the magic of the ceo following them into the wormhole and then the hero saving the day because his spirit was still alive or some shit like that. I, I was hoping some sort of like actual Akira style like fight or sequence to happen because that's a lot of what the art, some of the art made me think of as well was Akira. And like you said, like it felt older and Akira is, I believe that's the eighties or nineties. Yeah. Um, late eighties. Yeah. But Rich, yeah, have you just, ever watched Akira? I have, I have seen Akira. Uh, I actually have a, copy of it i think over how long had how long ago did you say it years um i was still there a friend i no longer talk to let me borrow it to watch it and, and i don't stole talk to that friend <laughs> well i watched it but i just never got around <laughs> to getting it back to him and then he stopped talking to me and that was my grandfather was still alive at the time that i was friends with this dude so oh wow it's been it's been years yeah uh, so yeah. I might still have it. I, might I only recently it. found out that Johnny Young Bosch does the English dub for for that. Hmm. I think I watched it in subtitle. Which I mean, that's that's valid. I I had just seen it the other day. That like I, I think I was looking at his um filmography um yeah. and saw it in there. I'm like, oh oh shit! I didn't Akira, realize that. Akira's Akira's great though. We should watch Akira, guys. 
Is there anything else you want to say about Interstellar five 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 five? I I thought it was fun, but I it was also like not what I was expecting, and a little it was fun, but it was a little bit of a disappointment if that makes. Sense. Yeah, I don't feel like Daft Punk's music works for it's what good. they tried. <laughs> I mostly agree with you that I don't think their music is good. I'm indifferent towards Daft Punk more than anything else, but like their music does not have lyrics generally to like have a story. It's not like fucking Coheed, where they could do this with Coheed and not actually have like dialogue, and it would still probably work because you could get most of the story from the lyrics and the music. That is true, yeah. and because all of their albums tell a story, yeah, it a thousand percent fucking story. works. Yeah, 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 and not just sound like yeah and that's that's what a lot of this was where where there were instances where it was just sound it didn't even feel like music totally it just was sound and it was just like well what am i what's going on here like, mm-hmm. yeah. why are they why are they in a heist how did they know to be in this heist yeah at least like for what it's worth what like i'm not gonna mince words like i did not have and like i got no enjoyment out of it but i did also didn't actively dislike the experience like Yes, the music was absolute garbage, but like the animation was wasn't bad. It it was just it looked older than it was. Yeah. Um and like I it wasn't like watching some of like the actually bad stuff. Like mm, yeah. Jingle All the Way like, 2 or Silent Hill or that fucking um Kaiju movie. Like uh Gamera. Yeah, that one. Gamera. Like those were all bad experiences for me. This was just like, oh, I see what they tried to do here. It it doesn't work. <laughs> I was, I, I will say, I was 100% happy that it wasn't, like, The Wall, because I fucking hate The Wall. See, I only saw The Wall once, like, yeah, 20 too, years and ago. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it. I didn't hate it. I don't remember I, it at all. I thought, I just, I remember Vogel coming over to our house, this is when we were still living with my parents, and everything, coming over, it's like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, you have to watch it, and puts it in, and I'm sitting there for however long it is, hour and a half, two hours, and I'm just like, I, I what is this? I hate this. This is stupid. I also don't like Pink Floyd and think they're overrated, but, I mean, that's probably part of the reason why I hated it. I mean, yes, that, that tracks. Yeah. That definitely tracks. Also, it was a thing that Vogel came over and forced you to watch, which uh-huh. kind of, like, automatically puts a bad taste in your mouth, and yeah. you were also probably, what, like, 15, 16 at the time? Which I mean, that's I, I'm I'm just as mature at fifteen, sixteen, and I, as I am now. Come on now. But I feel like like you were more willing to like try things now. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, uh, I I think I was more willing to try things back then than I am now. But also at the same time, I don't know it depends. It's fifty, but yeah. Yeah, like I saw I saw it when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I was with like twelve people that were high out of their mind. Yeah. So like they were fucking loving it. <laughs> Exactly. So, like, it was just a very amusing experience. I just don't remember it. The best part was my dad came in after we got done and, like, what are you watching? And with a wall. Oh, this is great. And I'm like, I know what my dad did back when he was a kid. Did drugs. Well, yeah. Didn't every everyone's dad do that? Um, Pretty much. Yeah, probably. Probably. That's what the 70s were there I, for. I mean, I've seen pictures of my mom drugged up. I've never really seen pictures of my dad. It's because your dad hides it better. Probably. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I I could see that. I could definitely see that. Your your dad just high out of his mind. No one can tell. Yeah. Oh, well, do you guys want to want to move on to what's what the next book club is going to be? Sure. Sure. So don't 
forget to ask Drew if he got something before you say what you got. D- you d- you didn't look at the fucking chat today no, at all, did you? I did, but did you ask him since then if he thought of something since He already then? said no. Time. He already said no. I'm not asking he, again. He said no. I haven't thought about it till now, but since then he's thought and maybe he's thought about it. No. Fine, Drew. Did you think about it? Fuck no. I didn't think so. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't got you don't don't be skipping Drew again. No, um, the, the, him asking me and saying I hadn't thought about it was my explicit go ahead for him to decide on a thing. Yeah, that 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 is how I took it. If if you were going to think about it, you I imagine you would have said, "Oh no, let me let me see if I can come up with something." Yes. I will let you know closer to recording. Mhm. Rich, I appreciate you trying to 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 make sure everyone gets their turn though. Yes. Yes. Um, so, ironically enough, before anything started today, I had decided we should watch Akira. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me saying we should watch Akira? No. Like, I decided this <laughs> at, like, 2 o'clock or whenever that, that happened on on the thing. Nice. Where is it available? It's on Hulu. I, both sub and It is up. on Hulu? Okay, cool. I, I believe I have a copy of it, but if it's on Hulu, it's, that's just going to be easier. Yeah, it was like... We just watched this anime thing. I'm like, man, this was this was a letdown. We should watch like a good anime thing. I was trying to think of like like anime movies that weren't like the Dragon Ball movies, essentially, because mm-hmm. like there aren't a lot of just like well regarded standalone anime movies that I could think of. And yeah. it's like I'm not gonna have you guys watch like a Naruto movie or a fairy tale movie when like Rich, like you've at least seen Naruto, you could watch those movies, but like Drew hasn't watched them, like. It would be stupid to make you guys watch, like, a 90-minute thing that made no sense to either of you. Yeah. So instead, we'll watch Akira, and it'll make no sense to any of us. <laughs> yeah. Sure, have you ever seen Akira? I have not. Oh, man. I, I've, I I've, I've actually never seen it, seen it either. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked. I, I saw it once. I heard people say that it was, like, fantastic and talk about it. And uh, let me tell you, you're right. I'm not, I still don't understand what goes on in this fucking thing. But it's yeah. great. The art is fantastic. Just... Keep track of how they do, like, uh, lens flare. It's amazing with how they're, uh, like, how cars drive and stuff like that. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, there is a reason why th- over 30 years later it is still regarded as one of... It's not even regarded as just, like, a good anime film. Like, it's regarded as a good film. Yeah. Which, like, the only other anime films that get that sort of treatment are the the Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah. Um, And, like, while I would have been fine picking one of those, they tend to be a little bit longer and, like... If you're not in the mood for one of those, like, they can be not fun to watch. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I feel like Akira has an, from what I understand of it, there's enough kind of going on that, like, it's kind of interesting the whole time. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a, a, like, a slow build story like a Ghibli. It is very much, uh, like, it is very much an anime movie, but it is, like, it's, it's so different and it's so wild. Uh, and you guys finally get to see the Akira slide and understand why it's called the Akira slide. Yeah, and there's that, like, cool red motorcycle, right? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that in two weeks on March 2nd. Wow, damn. February's almost over already. Sure is. Yeah. I mean, it is the shortest month. You're the shortest month. I mean, technically, that would, uh, that would be February 30th if it was a leap year, so. Do you want to try that again? No, if it were a leap year, it would be... March 2nd, right? Yeah, it would... No, no. No, it would be the 30th. I'm right. It would be the 30th. No. March 2nd, there's 28 days in February. Right. And how many days get added for a leap year? 30. How many days get added for a leap year? One. No, it's... It's, not. <laughs> it's only Why, one. though? Then why do we fucking even do this? 
Is it really one? Yeah, yeah. dog. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it made February into. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> I fucking hate leap year, man. I hate leap Dude, year. It's so dumb. That was like that episode of um Parks and Rec where April um swears to God there's a um where she doesn't think March 31st exists. Yeah. And schedules all of Ron's meetings for Look, March 31st. Leap year only happens once every four years. Okay, I'm not gonna pay attention to that shit. It wasn't there. I may I may be misremembering this, but wasn't there like a circumstance like a long time ago where every so many years they did actually add like a second day to the leap year? I think it's like every hundred years or something like that. Because like the like the cycle gets just out of whack enough that like there is a February thirtieth. It's it's either they it's either it's every hundred years either every hundred years we do we don't do a leap year it's every hundred years we add an extra day or something. Okay, so I just googled, is there ever a February 30th? It definitively said, no circumstance. I think in, like, older calendars, there were weird things about leap days or whatever they considered. But, um, there is not a happen in some calendars, but not the Gregorian Uh, uh, calendar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there is no leap year if the year is divisible by 100, and, (laughs) but, uh, and not 400. So, like... That is so specific. (laughs) So, like, like, 2000 was a leap year, but, like, 22, or, like, 2100 isn't? Yeah. God. When is it? Yeah, I, I googled year? I googled leap year uh, 100 years, and penlive.com is every 100 years we don't have a leap year. In oh, the years, okay. 1800, 1900, for instance, there was not a February 21. Yeah, in 2100, there will not be one. Yeah, in 2000 there was, because it's divisible by Oh, okay. Four. So, if it is also divided by divisible by 400... Then it is a leap year. Okay, that's that's so weird. But yeah, so ne- next year dumb. is also a leap year. Yeah. Yes, the, the presidential election years are always leap years. Oh, I don't know that I ever realized that. Well, there you go. Huh? It gives us it gives us one extra day to see those um, fucking political campaign ads. <laughs> Yay! But all right, we're watching Akira. Yep on on February thirtieth. Awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I I know what I did. I know what I did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not. You know gonna what turn though? Back on at, le- at least you were like adamant about that, and you're just like, no, it makes zero fucking sense to add one day every four years. It has to be two. There's no conceivable way that the world would only add one day every four years. It's dumb. Leap years are dumb. Okay. No, they I- are. They they are a hundred percent. They are the dumbest fucking thing. Y- you know, it's just dumb in general. Time. Time is just fucking dumb. Just live your life. It's a flat circle. Exactly. Speaking of flat circles, Jeremy, how's Jeremy, that, how's that Jedi Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? There's a lot of flat circles because all the planets are flat, same as Earth. Um, that's a that's a that's a <laughs> fucking stance, man. <laughs> Look, February thirtieth and flat Earth in the same episode. You are going down a path. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I am enjoying it a lot. Uh, when I first jumped into it, I loaded it up on my PS5, downloaded the PS5 version, uh, loaded up into it, started playing, and I was having some, some input lag, major input lag issues. Um, like, I would hit the attack button, take my finger off, look down at my controller, and then he would attack. Like, there was a major delay. Uh, turns out, because I was playing in resolution mode and not performance mode in the game, uh, so I set it to performance, works fine. But overall, I'm having a blast playing this game. Uh, the thing that kills me the most is the platforming, um, because honestly, it's not good. The platforming isn't that good. It gets better, kind of like in Metroid, 
like it gets better the more force things you have, or at least that's how I remember it. Yeah, well, like the problem now, right now, is like it's like sliding on the ice or like the 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 parts that you have to slide down or whatever. Like that controls terribly. It controls so bad, and there's a lot of times where you like you have to come around a corner and then jump off this ramp. To grab a, uh, a, 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 what's it called? Like a, a rope. But you have to be like direct, dead center of the ramp in order to hit the rope. But you're coming around a corner, so you can't see the rope. And the camera moves slow. It is poor, uh, it is poor design in these instances. It really is. Like it, it, it'll take me a few tries. Like I know, uh, one instance there's like the ramp going down. This is all on, uh, like the second world you go to. Um, uh, Barros, I believe is what it is. Um, or no, I can't remember the second world, but like, there's, uh, like ramps that you would go down and there's, uh, like moving cogs that you have to use f- slow on to jump through them. But again, you don't see the first one until you turn a corner and you're right on it. You don't get one a of my chance. fucking, I'm sorry, Rich. One of my fucking neighbors is setting off fireworks. The fuck? <laughs> happy, like, legit happy fucking fireworks. Happy Wednesday, my dude. Dude, I hope they fucking blow their hand off. I, I fucking speak. hate the people in this neighborhood. Happy Wednesday, man. It's it's happy happy February fifteenth. Um, happy. I'm trying to think of. I don't know. Happy the day before what was supposed to be the parade for the Philadelphia Eagles. What way to rub that salt in in their? Oh, uh, dude, I'm so mad about that. We can go on a rant about that fucking call. It's bullshit. <laughs> but um otherwise but yeah i'm other besides like the platform mostly it's the the sliding down shit that's really not that great everything else is passable or is acceptable it's it's just there is it, it, is, it does feel a little bit of jank um and i also contribute that to the game being what is it 2017 i think uh I think it might actually be 2018, 2019. Yeah, this is about five years old. So I contribute, like, the, the, the like, the little bit of a jankiness to, to just being, like, age. 2019. Um, yeah. But, like, I, I enjoy it. I like the story. It, it looks interesting. It seems interesting. Um, I think I figured one thing out right off the bat, and I'm not really happy that I figured it out right away. But it's also kind of based on somebody jumping in and saying that they love the character and they love their story. And then I'm just like, oh no, this character's probably bad. Um, but besides that, the other, the un, the only other issue I have right now is the uncanny valley of their faces. Um, specifically Seer. Seer? Seer? However you pronounce her name. Like, her eyes are just, like, it, it, it's just, it's uncomfortable. And I think it's that level of uncanny valley. Like, it's really good, but it's also too good. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Yeah. And like, it, it's the same when looking at, uh, Cal's, um, uh, face sometimes. And it's just like, it's just like, like that, those two things really are just like, oh, this is weird. But everything else, and like, the combat's cool. I need to slow down instead of just going balls to the wall and trying to kill, like, trying to wreck everything. I need to slow down and take my time and remember that it's a soul style type combat. Um, I like that, like, it slowly unlocks more force powers as you continue through the thing, but also at the same time, it took me, like, five hours to get force push. That's a little weird, and I don't even have force pull yet, and I'm like... Yeah, they the the way that you get the powers in that game, like, it seems all out of order. Like, I would expect you to start with force push and pull, um... But or, or or but like it 
he used for slow initially, like in the, at the very beginning of the game to save his friend. So like it makes sense that like slow is what unlocked first, and but it's still like it, it like it, it it's a game made for exploration. It's a game made to where you have to go back to different planets to explore to unlock everything. So it makes sense that like things are going to be drawn out. Um, I'm about to head over to Kashyyyk. Uh, okay. I, mean, the I feel like that was like where like the game, like I feel like that's where the game sort of like picked up for me. Because mm-hmm. you haven't done Dathomir yet, right? I can go to Dathomir, and I've been on Dath. I just went to Dathomir a little bit at the end of my last stream, just to like check it out. But they don't guide me to Dathomir. It's just like I unlocked it from the beginning, right? And they're guiding me to Kashyyyk now. Yeah, because like that's kind of how the game does it. I think after Kashyyyk, you go to Dathomir. And, like, mm-hmm. Dathomir's a really long planet, but it's a really good planet. Yeah. Like, I, I, I at least liked it. And, you, like, you get some new characters. Well, not, you don't get new characters, but, like, you meet some interesting characters, I should say, on Dathomir. Mm-hmm. Um, you meet some familiar characters on Kashyyyk. And yeah. probably not familiar in the way you're thinking. No, probably not. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool what they did. And it's very, it's a very good game. Um, I'm having fun with it. I got the dual-bladed lightsaber. Uh, it's a shame that that thing is so weak. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I enjoy Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of mad at myself for waiting so long to play it, but also at the same time, it's free. it was free on PS Plus, so I'm not too mad at myself. Um, yeah, no, that's, that is totally reasonable. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good game. It's hard. I actually... Was I was playing on the easier difficulty because, like, of course they have story mode, and then it's st- because they don't name it easy, medium, and hard, and it's story, the night master, and grandmaster. I the, the my thinking was like, all right, story's easy, night is normal, master is hard, and grandmaster is very hard. That's where my brain went. And no, that's not it, how they do it. <laughs> it. It doesn't quite seem to be that way. Because Jedi Knight was easy for me for some of the comp, but like the 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 diff, it, they actually show you like how the game changes based on your difficulty level. Like I don't think they add increase the uh, the health of the enemy, but they do increase like how much damage they do. They increase or they decrease the amount of time you have to parry attacks, and they do some they increase something else. I can't remember. It's not health. I know that much. Like. The enemies always have the same amount of health, but they deal more damage, and they might have do, do something else more. They, maybe they have a, a bigger like block uh, stamina bar or something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, like so. My my brain was like, all right, well, this is Jedi Knight is normally in every game. It goes Padawan Knight Master for hard and easy, medium and hard. So Jedi Knight would be medium. No, it, it seems to be easy mode. They story mode is just like super easy. And then easy, and then it's, so like, I played a couple of world, I, I played the first world on night, and then I was like, this is too easy, I'm gonna up it to master. And it's given me a little bit more of a challenge, but still not as much. Cause, as much as I complain about the difficulty level of Sifu, especially that final boss, it made me better at parrying. It made me better at watching for attacks. Because that's all I fucking did in that game was parry and, and whatnot. And and that's that's how you play a lot of this game is parrying and dodging out of the way, and so like I'm parrying a lot more in this game. Yeah, that and that's kind of what I meant. Like this game is very much like a, a dodge and parry. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like the, the stormtroopers are almost like too easy to do it with because like a, like 
especially early on where they're literally just they're shooting lasers at you and you can just hold the button and you'll like deflect them. Yeah, well, you hold the button, it'll deflect it, but if you parry it on time, it'll send it back at them and kill them in one hit. So, like, normally they can get off two shots before you can hit them with the first one. But you parry properly the first time, and then you hold it, and he deflects the other two. It's, yeah, like, the the, the enemies with ranged attacks are easy. Because even, like, the rocket guys, you use force push on them, and you push the rocket back at them. And it's so satisfying to do that shit. Um, but it's like, it is like the monsters are a little bit more difficult. Luckily, like, I keep forgetting that I can parry a monster. Uh, especially, it like, is bigger harder. monsters. Huh? It is, like, legitimately harder to do. Uh, yeah, they, they're tell, they don't have as big of a tell as, like, the rest of, as, like, the stormtroopers do, which is why it's harder, but, like, you can still parry it. I just, like, uh, I can't parry a big-ass fucking monster dragon thing, like a, a miniature, uh, uh, fucking, what's it called? Um, uh, what's, what's the thing that Jabba has? Oh, the Rancor? Yeah, like, I can't, I can't parry a mini Rancor. No, that's stupid. N- no, you can parry a mini Rancor. I can't parry a giant frog. That's dumb. Y- you can parry a giant frog. I just, I forget to do that. I also forget I have force powers. So I just don't use them in fighting. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> no, literally, Worst there Jedi was, ever. There was, uh, so on, on the first planet you go to, when you go back to it after getting force push, there's a, uh, like a little bit of a push puzzle that you have to do to get, um, an additional stim for BD1 to be able to heal you when you're in combat. Um, I forgot I had force slow and you need to use a combination of push and slow in order to do this puzzle. So I'm sitting there doing it for like 10 minutes and just trying to push this ball into this spot. And, and I, I can't figure it out. And somebody's like, yo, you remember, you can slow it as well. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. R2. Shit. Because <laughs> it's like your force powers, R1 is push, R2 is slow. And I just kept forgetting that I have that. And so when it comes to combat, I forget I have slow. Instead, I keep trying to just push things off things when I could slow them down and then attack them. But I, I forget. I, oh, I constantly forget that I have force powers. You should get better about that. I, you know what? I should. I, I should, but you, I, the, 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 the sword fighting combat, like, the combat in general is really satisfying. Fighting a trooper who has, like, the, the lightning stick thing, the stun baton that can deflect the lightsaber, fighting one of them as they're blocking and you're bouncing off of them, like, it's so satisfying to do that. I don't, I can't really explain why it's satisfying to be deflected, but it is. Yeah. No, like, like, I agree with that. Um, yeah. once you get, I think it was Kashik, they have, um, giant spiders mm-hmm. that I found very hard to, like, parry and stuff, too. Okay. Um, like, I ended up just full-on, like, avoiding them most of the time. Just, there wasn't really anything good about fighting them, and, like, they were just a huge pain in the ass. They did, like, the stupid, like, web-sticky stuff. You Every once in a while, they you, you'd find one that would, like, start a fight with some stormtroopers, which was cool. But I would usually just try to avoid them altogether. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Sometimes you find those monsters, you're just like, I don't I don't want to do this right now. Yeah, like, I don't have to fight you, so I'm not going to. Yeah, like, there was, uh, for me, I would always try to avoid, um, right now, it's like the little ram guys. Um, because, like... All they really do is charge you, and you can't parry that charge, so you have to just dodge it, and then close in on them and attack them, and then dodge back away. And I've gotten killed a few times from them that, like, I'm like, 
I don't, you're over there, I don't need to fight you, I'm not gonna go anywhere. But, like, if I see troopers, oh, you're dead. You're dead, I'm gonna kill a trooper. Um, the, uh, uh, at the end of, um, one of the, uh, one of the maps, or the second planet you go to, um, you fight an ATST. And after you fight the ATST and you, you take it down, the pilot of the ATST crawls out. And I sat there and I'm like, alright, I'm not gonna attack you. I'm gonna, I, like, we should, like, take him in and interrogate him or some shit. No, the fucking idiot bl- uh, uh, shoots at me and I parry it and kill him. I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. You attacked me first. I didn't want to kill you. I was trying to go light side and be, but, like, obviously there's no actual, um, like, light side, dark side meter in this game. I think they should be. There should be something like that in there, in this. But yeah, I, I was just like, sorry, bro. I didn't want to kill you. You shot me. You're an idiot. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, I mean, he shot at me. There's uh, there's nothing I could do. I had to defend myself. Which, you know, like, it's self-defense. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying Fallen Order. Um, I'm hoping to get this done within... I don't know how long the game is. I'm hoping to get it done in the next two weeks. Before I'm hoping to get it done before March. Um, and then jumping into Tales of Arise. Uh, uh, but I, it's, it's gonna be a while, cause I, I've been looking into the game Wild Hearts, which is very Monster Hunter-esque. Um, and I want, like, I've been, I've been wanting, I'm thinking of getting that, but also at the same time, I don't want to pay full price for it. And it comes out on Friday, so I'm like, I'm in no rush to pick that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I get that. I think by the time you finish, though, you're probably going, I think you will end up liking it more than maybe, like, you are right now. Not that you don't like it right now. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, like I said, I think Kashyyyk is really where, like, the game sort of, like, finds its groove and clicks. Yeah. Because I had kind of, like, played off and on up until that point. And then when I hit Kashyyyk is when, like, I kind of just played the rest of the game fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm trying to, like, figure out my stream schedule. Since this is a longer game... Uh, I feel like playing it only three hours a day, three days a week, isn't going to be enough. Uh, so, like, initially I was going to use Sundays to play something, like, play Monster Hunter or something. But I think I might use Sundays to do long streams and play play this a little bit longer. Just to give me that little added extra time to get into the game. And, and be able to, like, do more than just sit there and play for two and a half, three hours. And then, alright, I'm done, even though I want to keep playing, it's just late. But, or, I mean, just like, you know... Play until f- three, four in the morning. Uh, stream the whole know, time. Stumble I've, to bed for like two hours, and then wake up and go to work. You know, I've done that, and it's not fun. It's, I mean, sometimes it depends on the game, but it's not fun sometimes because like your viewers start to fall off because it's getting so late, and then it's you're tired and grouchy, and so it's just playing playing much later than like eleven, eleven thirty for me is just not fun. So I'm, I might start. Pushing front instead of ten to eleven, um, but it's just I've been super tired the past few days to play much later than ten o'clock. Yeah, I mean, look at me and Drew. We don't play games past like ten o'clock. You guys don't play games. I, I play mean, games plenty. Not totally wrong for me. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't do anything after seven. Oh, look at it. It's your bedtime. We got to wrap up. I mean, look, it, we are like two hours away from my bedtime. You're not. You're not lying. <laughs> Uh, but how, how, uh, how is Dark Web? I am torn. Like Natalie and Brulia. I don't know what that is. I you know that's fucking a cover hate song? You. Yeah. Yeah, she is not the original, original singer of it. I didn't know that till like, recently. I was like, oh, shit. How about that? Rich, do you really not know the song Torn? He'd no. fucking know it if, you'd know it if you heard it. Probably. 
But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, it was all the rage in 1998. Who does it? Natalie Imbruglia. I mean, she is the most popular. There's also a Neck Deep cover of it. How, how does it go? Um, and now, of course, I'm drawing a blank on the words. Hang on. See, you don't know it either. I ha- like, I have the tune in my head, but the fucking words aren't coming. See? See? I thought I you saw don't... a man brought to life. He was warm. He came around like he was dignified. He showed me what it was to cry. This this is this is your interpretation of how it goes. This oh. is not how it actually goes, and so this is you don't out. know that. <laughs> this could be how the original song goes. We don't know. We but only the know one you're, hit. You we don't only even know, know what the song Australian is. You don't singer. know he's wrong. Uh, I, the, look, you're right. I don't know that he's wrong, <laughs> but I do know that he's not right. So the chorus is like, "I'm all out of faith." This is how I feel. I'm cold and I'm ashamed lying naked on the floor. Uh, yeah, I, if, I, yeah, I think I know that. Uh, barely. I didn't know that song was... Like- Man, where were you in 1999? Um, Being forced to listen to my mom listen to Jewel. So fucking this is like right yeah, in that I, same line. As I feel like Jewel. your mom totally was <laughs> listening to Natalie Imbruglia too and you just don't realize it. She had a tape with Jewel and she had a tape with Meatloaf and that's what she listened to. So you would do anything for love, but you won't do that. I but, would not do that. Robert Polson. That's anyway. That's, so dark web. Um, yes, I think like as a story, um, what they tried to do was interesting. So it just wrapped up la- two weeks ago. So there, I gave it a little bit of a buffer before mm-hmm. like talking about it. So last year, maybe twenty twenty one. I think it was. Th- Beginning of 2022, they they wrapped up like the Spider-Man story arc where Ben Riley came back. He was Spider-Man. He was a good guy. But by the end of that, the company they was working with had torn out all of his memories um, that were also Pete's memories. So like mm-hmm. the things that made him Spider-Man, they basically did a reverse Superior Spider-Man on him. Whereas like leading up to this, um, Pete, um, I'm sorry, not Pete. Ben essentially had, like, he had the same, like, sense of responsibility and everything that Pete had because up to a certain point of their lives, they shared all the exact same memories. It's the reason why they didn't know which one was a clone for a long time. Um, and in Superior Spider-Man, that was where Doc Ock took over Pete's body and Pete, using, like, the weird psychic thing that, like, let them do that, forced Doc Ock to experience all of Pete's memories, giving him that sense of, like, responsibility and wanting to be better, mm-hmm. um, which made Doc Ock heroic in his own way. Um, yeah. He was still like an asshole, but he was trying to do good for the world. Um, in this case, they went the other way. It was, they took all of that away from Ben. So he he has all the powers of Spider-Man, but none of the responsibility or desire to help people. Um, and by the end of that storyline, um, he... He was basically brainwashed to think that Pete did it on purpose. That, that this other company wasn't responsible for him losing his memories. That Pete did it. And that Pete then also threw him into this vat of chemicals that kind of like supercharged his powers in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so a year later, um, it, real world time, not comic book time. It could have been 16 hours for all I fucking know in the comics. Uh-huh. Um, they start this storyline called Dark Web, which is, a pseudo crossover mostly between Spider-Man and the X-Men where like the X-Men are doing their thing where 
like they can't die. They're resurrecting um, mutants that have died in the past, um, as long as they have like DNA or ways to resurrect them. And one of the mutants they resurrected for reasons, I guess, is one called Madeline Pryor, who she was introduced in the mid '80s after the Dark Phoenix saga. Mm-hmm. So Jean Grey becomes Phoenix, becomes Dark Phoenix, blows up a planet full of broccoli people, and then dies. And Jean was dead for a couple years at that point. And in that time, Scott leaves the X-Men and meets this other woman who suspiciously looks just fucking like Jean. Um, they move to Alaska and have a baby. That baby is Cable. Um, then Jean Grey comes back to life. And Scott says, peace out, lady. I'm going to go back over here. Goes back with Jean. Um, at some point, Madeline dies. I don't exactly know when or how. But she dies. Jean then basically just decides she is Cable's mother, um, raises Cable for for a certain amount of time with Scott until Cable gets the, the virus that they have to send him into the future to save him. Mm-hmm. So, like, X-Men bullshit. Um, yeah. Years later, it's revealed that Mr. Sinister actually created Madeline Pryor um, from Jean Grey's DNA. So she was actually a mutant clone all along. Of course. Um, and she becomes, a, like, a reoccurring villain throughout, like, the X-Men from that point on. Um, she's got the same powers as Jean, but, like, generally uses them differently. Um, and at one point, she became the Queen of Limbo. And that's where this Inferno storyline took place that I, I alluded to earlier. Um, after that, um, Ilana Rasputin, who is um, Colossus's little sister, becomes the Queen of Limbo. Um, and she's fucking scary and has a big sword and can do portals. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently, though, like like a few months ago... There was a storyline where she decided, because they resurrected Madeline, um, and she was, like, trying to be good, it seemed, um, and and she wanted to go back to Limbo. Like, she she didn't feel welcome on the, the mutant nation, so she just basically wanted to go back and, like, live in Limbo. So Magic let her. Magic gave her the kingdom of Limbo and said, cool, like, do not fuck with us. Like, you do that, deals off, and we'll come for you. So... To make this a little bit shorter, she makes a deal with Ben that they both they both want memories that they don't have. Madeline wants the memories of Cable, like the the years that Jean raised her son, um, and Ben wants the memories that he feels Pete stole from him. Okay. So they make a deal, they do a bunch of bullshit, um, and they start going after people and and doing things. Eventually, through the X Men side, like Jean and Madeline fight, and Jean basically just goes. I give up. Like, I'm not trying to keep you from your memories here. And, like, shares all of the memories with her. And it's just like, all you had to fucking do was ask. Like, <laughs> why doesn't anyone... That's my big problem with the X-Men. And it was kind of like what I said in um the, to that post that you mentioned about Sean. Mm-hmm. Like, 90% of their fucking conf- conflicts, either, like, within the superhero community or, like, internally with each other, if three fucking words would be said... The whole thing could have been avoided. But because Madeline decided to go the fucking psycho pathway, um, it, it escalated into like a giant battle. Whereas like all she had to do is be like, I would like to know the, the memories of my son that I birthed before I died for you. <laughs> um, but so she gets that back and, and like decides that like what she was doing was wrong because re- redemption arcs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everything up to that point is actually like, it was an enjoyable story. There, there were a couple tie-ins with like other like semi-related books. Like they got Miss Marvel in there. 
Um, Norman Osborn is a good guy right now. Um, so like, that's always weird. Um, Venom was involved. You know, good times all around. My problem though is fucking what they did to Ben Riley. So it's one thing that he, they, they, they made him an actual villain. They've had him be more anti-hero in the past couple of years, a couple, like, like a, a handful of times. Um, but that was, it was basically after he was killed and resurrected over and over and over again with the memory of being killed and resurrected over and over and over again. Like, he had a reason to have snapped and sort of, like, did what he did. Um, which, what he did wasn't that bad. He was basically trying to make people happy by resurrecting their loved ones, but he was really cloning them and just not telling them about it. Like, shady, but, like, was doing it for, like, he thought he was doing a good thing. Let's put it that way. Right. Now they just made him a full-on villain. Like, by the end of it, there was no resolution. And it's, it also makes Pete look bad. Because Pete knows that Ben is not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He knows what happened. And rather than going to the team of Omega-level fucking mutant telepaths that he's friends with, he fucking taught at their school for multiple years. Like, all he has to do is knock on the fucking door and go, Hey, Gene, can you share my memories with this guy? I think that would solve the issue here. Nothing. Isn't isn't that like a running issue with Spider-Man? Like you you've brought it up in the past that like all the time he does not ask for help from his Avenger friends or from his hero friends. Like, oh yeah, he never asks for help. He and like part of that is he doesn't want to burden people. And because he so many people have died in his life, he doesn't want to be responsible for other people dying. But in this case, at the end of this story, after they catch Ben, there were two Omega-level telepaths right fucking there. Right there. One of them is literally the one holding Ben captive in his prison thing right now. Mm -hmm. They could share his fucking memories. Like, there's no reason they couldn't. If Doc Ock could build a fucking machine when he had no use of his body, like, Jean Grey and Madeline could have just fucking been like, oh yeah, here are those memories you want, and then Ben would have been Ben again. Yeah. He would have been fucking remorseful about it, but, like, he still would have been Ben. Yeah. And it's it's just, unfortunately, you can put it to poor writing for future use. Like, they, they, they want to be able to use Ben again as, an, as a villain in the future. Uh, so they're not going to do that. And, it, and exactly. It's, and it's, it's a bummer, because, like, I like Scarlet Spider. Like, mm-hmm. my dog is named after fucking the Scarlet Spider. <laughs> um, and they just keep fucking doing them dirty. They keep... They, they, they fucking killed him in the 90s, and I get it, like, it, it was a heroic end. And they just keep bringing him back and fucking shitting all over him. Yeah. But, like, if it had been any, uh, anyone else, like, it, I, I don't think I would have the same problems. Cause I think, like, the story itself was good, it made sense, I got it. Um, all, even though it was being written by, like, multiple people across multiple series and stuff like that, it actually flowed much better than a lot of these, um, um, event sort of things do. Mm-hmm. And like, I appreciate that part of it, but I'm just, I'm so bummed that that they keep doing Ben dirty like this. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but it, it's it seems, and it's not to me, it's not just Ben, it's Spider Man in general. Like they they're they're writing for Spider Man, and this is from an outside source of not having ever read these books. Like the writing for Spider Man seems to be very weak, uh, to a point of like there's there's many flaws that they could easily fix by just. Having Spider-Man ask for help, 
And, like, that needs to be a whole arc in and of itself, just having Spider-Man finally ask for help. I'm, you know what? Like, you're not wrong. And sometimes he does. Like, he doesn't always go it alone. Um, but usually when, like, usually because these things are, are like Spider-Man books, they just don't do that. And, like, yeah. I know so- some of it has to do with, like, Marvel is very, like, you can use these characters when you're writing these stories. And, like, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to do that. But, like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I don't, I like Zeb Wells, who is the current writer for Spider-Man. He's a very good writer. I like the ideas that he has for Spider-Man. I've just been bummed with some of the execution. Because he was the same one that wrote that previous storyline where Ben was Spider-Man for a while. Yeah. Um, and Peter, and Peter was injured. And that was the one, like, like a year and a half ago that I was complaining about that, like, Pete was in a coma in a hospital. He is family to some of the smartest humans in the galaxy. And, like, no one thought to ask them. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's not like people, like, it's not like nobody involved in it knew. Two of the people that were, like, checking in on him in the hospital were Mary Jane and the Black Cat. Yeah. Either one of them could have gone to the Fantastic Four, Tony, like, fucking MJ worked for Tony. <laughs> she worked for him and also, like, lived um, in Avengers Tower with Pete for a while, which was owned and lived in by Tony also. Like, it's just... It's, uh... And even Black Cat. Black Cat literally did a favor for Doctor Strange during all of this. Mm-hmm. She couldn't have been like, hey, you're an actual fucking doctor. <laughs> Can you yeah. come help Pete? Yeah. You know who fucking solved it? Aunt May. You know how she solved it? She fucking went to Dr. Octopus. Yeah. I s- who is a doctor, not a medical doctor. No. I don't think he is. I, uh, he's not, but he's like, it's kind of like Reed Richards. Like, mm-hmm. he is a level of intelligent that, like, he understands biology and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's like super frustrating where it's like, hey, look, the skyline out that window, that's the Baxter building. There's a guy who's really smart there and could probably just fucking cure Pete right now. Or at yeah. least tell you what's wrong with him since none of the, the regular human doctors seem to know. Yeah. And you also, none of the human doctors know that he's fucking Spider-Man. You know who knows, though? Tony Stark and Reed Richards. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. And, like, <laughs> I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop ranting about this. The, the worst part is, and it's not, not the worst part, but it's not like they forgot that the Fantastic Four existed. Or, or fucking, um, Iron Man, for that matter. Um, cause, like, in, in the gap between, like, that storyline and where they're at now, um, they literally wrote off that, it, it, during that, that, like, blank time period, Pete did something that now the Fantastic Four don't trust him. And, like, Johnny showed up multiple times to try to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, Fantastic Four were there. Like, did. Yeah. And then, um, there was a, there was a time where, I forget what book it was in. But something happened, and somebody called Tony on behalf of MJ, and Tony did exactly what what she needed immediately. Oh, it was Black Cat. Black Cat called him and asked for help. And as soon as soon as he said who it was for, he's like, "Okay, cool. There's a whole squadron of suits like heading to the apartment." Mm-hmm. And it's like, why did nobody do this in the other storyline just before this one? Yeah, like you're just making th- these writers just making themselves look stupid. Yeah. But I'm done complaining. It was it was a relative like it was a fun storyline. It was like I said, it was better than most of these crossovers tend to be, especially Marvel's. Like Marvel hasn't been good with crossovers in a long time. Like mm-hmm. it's like for every one good one they have, they have like four bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was also like a smaller one. Like it stretched over multiple months, but 
it was really kind of contained to its own thing. It wasn't stretching into a bunch of other books. Okay. So, there's that. Um, but Rich, but, how it, well, how was the second season of Legend of Vox Machina? Well, before we move on, um, because we mentioned it a number of times, I pulled up that post from Sean. And I figure we'll just go through it. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Since yeah. we, we did mention it a few times, so anybody listening, here's what the, it, it's ultimately there are 10 basic X-Men plots. And it goes from 1 to 10. I don't know if there's any like more or less frequent order or whatever. So I'm just going to go from 1 to 10. Number one, aliens ruin Scott Summer's day. Which, sure, probably happens a lot. Number two, the teenage female audience surrogate, so Katie, Jubilee, Armor, whoever, does something. Did you cool. just call her Julie? I said Jubilee. Did oh, I-, I swear to God, it sounded like you said Julie, I think because you just said it so fast. Uh, number three, bigots ruin Scott Summer's day. Number four, Storm wrestles with her leadership position. Number five, time travelers ruin Scott Summers' day. Number six. So, ready? Oh. The, the, the first six are uh. all 1980 to 1985. <laughs> all of those happen. Uh, number six, everything connects back to Wolverine. Number seven, literal demons rise up from hell to ruin Scott Summers' day. Number eight, Professor X turns out to have done a bad thing. Number nine, the X-Men ruin Scott, the other X-Men ruin Scott Summer's day. And number ten, the Phoenix shows up most likely to ruin Scott Summer's day. So here's a fix for you, X-Men. X-Men, listen, listen, I'm gonna get close to the mic. Here's a fix. Fire Scott Summers. They have. He just keeps coming back. Kill him. They he have. Just keeps he coming just, back. Don't, <laughs> don't bring it back. Just don't bring it back. We know you have the power to not bring it back. Just don't bring it back. They don't now. It's like literally one of their laws. They have to bring back the mutants if they die. That, they, then, and they won't kill them if they fuck up. They literally bury them alive. That's just. But also, to, to, to the point, though, if they killed him it, it, because he was all the, pro- the problem with the X-Men, what is stopping the villains from reviving Scott Summers to be the problem for the X-Men again? <laughs> <laughs> because the villains aren't the one who have the power to bring back mutants. It's the good guys. So they don't have the power that the X-Men have to bring back the mutants. But I'm sure they could find a way to clone... Uh, actually, they have. They, like, there have been other people that have cloned, like, evil versions of, of fucking X-Men characters. Oh, my God. Wait, if X-Men. all else if all else fails, it's a clone of an X-Men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate the X-Men, man. I hate it. I love the X-Men. I fucking hate the X-Men. Like, that, like the clone thing is, isn't even the weirdest thing. It's like Cable. Like, the fact that there are two different... There are two different versions of Nathan Summers. Mm-hmm. There is Cable Nathan Summers, who had to get sent into the future because Apocalypse infected him with a techno-organic virus, who then comes back as an old man and fucking, like, fights through the timeline with his metal arm and fucking lens flare. And then there is Nate Summers, X-Man, who is just an Omega-level telepath and can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. X-Men, man. X-Men. It's dumb. But it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but Wh- which at- time traveling double character came first, Cable or Trunks? <laughs> cable. Okay. Uh so, yeah, like So uh- <laughs> So it's a loaded question. Um so Cable like like Nathan Summers existed first, but I believe like Cable as a character um so I just double checked. So Cable as a character first appeared in 1990. Nathan Summers as a character first appeared in 1986. Trunks, I want to say, was like 80 or 91. So actually, Cable might 
beat him even. Yep, 91. Okay. But it was cl- <laughs> it was close. It was. It was. And that's why that's why I stopped him just like hmm cuz like Dragon Ball at Dragon Ball Z anime I think was 89. I think the manga was like a year earlier or something like that, 2 years earlier. But you figure it was a while before Trunks would have shown up. Mhm. Man, Trunks is a way better time traveler. <laughs> Though like Cable has like the cool like I'm just going to say out loud that I'm going to move to a different place in time. And then it happens. And he has a picture of a woman on his arm that is like his AI and talks to him. It's fucking weird. But Rich, tell us about Legend of Vox Machina. But without spoilers, because I, st- I still have to watch it. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. Spoilers, D&D stuff happens. Um, let me tell you, I love this series. It's even, even with like the story changes and the beat changes that they did because of like time constraints more so than anything. Because... Yeah, you're 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 taking 30, 44 hour episodes into 24 uh uh half hour episodes, so you're going to need to like cut down time and whatnot. Um it's still like what they what they did with this and the and the story beats they hit and the stories they tell. It's so good. It is so damn good. Uh and the art style Titmouse does a great job with the animation and the art. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I wasn't a hundred percent into it when they first debuted it, but like I, it works so well for this. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a great show. They did a really good job with casting this season. Fucking Henry Winkler's in it. Duh. Um, they also got Lance Reddick to play um um uh the the lead of villain because I mean Lance Reddick plays an awesome villain. Or just does everything awesome. Uh, they also got Billy Boyd to play a character who was one of the hobbits uh, yeah. from the Lord of the Rings series. He's the less uh, they, fun one. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Though so Billy Boyd, very fun. Just yeah. whichever hobbit he was was more serious than um, Dominic uh, Monaghan. Yes, Mon- yeah, Monaghan. Thank you, Charlie. Um, yeah, they they had they had a bunch of returning cast from before. Um, but it's just like from beginning to end, it just it it goes and like it kind of doesn't stop, which is good for the sh- for a show like this. Like we 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 we've talked uh, last week about anime and how good anime was, but like one thing that like left me a little like unenthused about anime throughout this past fall season was like there were a lot of episodes where it felt like nothing happened, not even like pro- like character progression. Like watching it week by week, like some things like. Some episodes felt like zero happened. Uh, and I felt that way with both Bleach and um, My Hero at times. With this show, though, with Legends of Vox Machina, it's every episode, something happens and something big. And, like, there's always a sort of cliffhanger, even though they release it in seg- segments of three. There's always, like, some form of, like, cliffhanger at the end of each episode. And they just, they they put this together so well. Um, they, they, they help you feel for the characters so well. Even, like, they had Troy Baker playing, uh, some of the characters' dad, which, he was great. Um, they had Robbie Damon in a couple of episodes. Like, I just, I can gush so much about this show. I love it. I love it. It's a great story and great animation. I mean, like, I only watched the first season, but the first season was a lot of fun. Yeah, the first season was really good, and this one just, it holds up, um... They like I'm I'm wondering how they're going to continue further with this season because uh the basis of the season Do you mean with the story, which, not with the season? Well with the story or with like certain aspects of the story, certain beats of the story. So the basis of the season for the story is like dragons attack the main city and uh they are trying to find help to stop the dragons. 
And they're just not regular dragons. Um, they're ancient dragons. So it's the hardest, strongest kind of dragon in D&D lore. They're ancient dragons. They're super old, but super powerful. Um, they uh, essentially get sent on a, a path to go find super strong weapons. Um, and so, like, by the end of this season, they've gotten a few of them, but, like, they also haven't made mention to a few of the others that they get in the show, or in the actual game. They haven't made any sort of mention to them. So I'm just, like, wondering, like, are they going to continue with all of these items that they're going to get? Or are they going to, like, call it here with them getting however many they got this season and then just move forward with fighting the dragons? It's just, like, I, I'm curious as to what they're going to do. Because, like, what, what, what char- two characters... One of the, one, one of the items... They they would have to go to a different realm, and it was like kind of a side story. It didn't really pay push the story forward at all. Um, they they'd have to go to the fire realm, I believe, or no, they'd have to go to one of the levels of hell. Maybe I can't remember where it was. Um, and like the other weapon, the character already got their glow up for this season. They already got super powerful, so are they going to give them also a super powerful weapon? So I don't really know how they're going to play into that, but it looks like. This whole sequence, this whole cro- uh, Chroma Conclave is going to be two full seasons because it ends, it ended, the season ended at, at 12 episodes. So I think they're going to go full 24 for uh, the Chroma Conclave arc. And it's just, it's great. I, lo- I love it. it. It actually got me wanting to go back and rewatch the original series again, which I started that at during the pandemic, but I never finished it. I got like halfway through and then stopped. That's fair. Um, and you, like, to the point you were making before, I didn't want to actually cut you off for a change. Um, where you had said that, like, sometimes, like, like, like the episodes of Bleach or My Hero felt like nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the difference between, you know, there's a lot of manga, but a chapter has so little happen in 20 pages that, like, most episodes are multiple, or at least, like, pieces of multiple chapters. Yeah. Um, whereas you look at, at something like this and every episode, of critical role like like the the actual show is three to four hours yeah and like yeah like not a lot happens in those three to four hours every episode Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just four hours of combat um and they're certainly not going to adapt four hours of combat (laughs) yeah yeah since that those four hours are really just like two and a half minutes (laughs) um but they have what close to two like that campaign was probably close to 200 episodes right uh yeah, the camp. I I can't remember fully. Um, I think it was at, it probably about a, it was about a hundred episodes. I don't think it was close to two hundred. Oh, I thought it was more than um, that. But even then, that is a lot to do. And yeah. then being able to go back and look at it and be like, all right, this worked, this worked, this worked. This is kind of like extra stuff we don't need to worry about. Let's flesh this bit out. Like mm-hmm. they can tell like a very cohesive story with the four hundred plus hours of content they have to like yeah. reference. And and they did that. They did that very well with like with the time constraints. They introduced characters and themes early on in like the first or second episode that like come to play later on um in in the season that like that's not how they played out in the game. It it played out much uh, a, a a bit differently. Um and so like they they couldn't they can't make it all fit to play it out. Like, oh, they they go here and this happens, and then they go do a bunch of stuff, and then they go back there, 
and this concludes. No, they had to conclude it more condensed because it's anywhere between. I think I think the Chroma Conclave had to have been at least a year or close to a year long of episodes. So I'm saying probably thirty to forty episodes. So you're looking at ninety to one hundred and twenty hours, and they have twelve hours to show it. So, like, they were able to get that beginning and conclusion within these 12 episodes in a different way. And I really liked very much how it played out in in the show. Whereas, like, I like how it played out in the game, but I also like how it played out in the show. Because, like, at this point, you need to recognize that they are two separate entities. You can't do everything 100%. Like, and, and I, I even posted on Twitter at one point... Like, now that we have Season 2, now that we have The Mighty Nine coming out, now that we have a movie deal coming out, we cannot gatekeep and say, oh, you didn't put, watch the games? Well, you're not a true fan. Or, you don't watch the show? You're not a true fan. Critical Role is this whole wide-encompassing thing. Don't fucking gatekeep this shit. You sit, if somebody only watched the shows because they don't have 300 hours to watch 100-and-something episodes, that's awesome, man. I love the show as well. But if somebody doesn't want to watch the animation because they don't like animation, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad you like the game. Like, no gatekeeping here. Yeah. You can't. You just don't do that shit, especially with something as big as this. That's. A, I, I think that is a valid thing to say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, because I can see people, out, like, there's people out there that do it with Harry Potter. Like, oh, you you only read the books or, oh, you only saw the shows. Well, you're not a true. Who gives a fuck? I, I took it in and I like it. Yes, the movies are worlds different than the books, but I'm still a fan of Harry Potter. And uh, like people can like people can have different reasons for liking things, but yeah, gatekeeping for anything is just stupid. Yeah, don't don't yeah. don't ever gatekeep. Don't ever gatekeep. Um like if anything like rather than gatekeeping, try to get somebody to enjoy the part of the thing that you enjoy. Yeah. Like I, that's that was like like get more fans. Don't try and don't try and limit people from enjoying yeah. something. Yeah, I mean that's that's I, like I it's it's how I am with like Monster Hunter. I understand Monster Hunter is a very niche game and is very specific to what you need to know and how how you need to play in in some ways shapes. Like it's not specific to how you need to play, but like there is a major learning curve to Monster Hunter, and so I was always pushy to try to get people who I thought might like it or just people to check it out because I love the game and I want more of my friends to love the game. And so I don't sit there and be like, oh well, you're not going to get it because it's too hard. No, I'm like. Play with me. I will teach you what I know. I will help you out. Like, I will show you the way. And that's how it should be with any fucking thing. If there's a thing you like, don't... Oh, pfft, no, you're not a good... No. Show me. Let's show each other. Let's help each other out. Let's get this fandom to be better. Yeah, I can agree with that. Except for wrestling. Fuck wrestling. Hey. <laughs> fuck Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. I Well, look. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Absolutely. Harry Potter, you can be a fan of that. No, I'm going to go ahead and say fuck Harry Potter. It was never good. Yeah. Look, I I, <laughs> I, I, I haven't watched it in so long. I liked it as a fan. I never Want you really to learn how to books. read a book, you fucking nerd? Fuck. Fuck no. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I honestly have no idea what I was going to try to respond with that. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I just decided to say fuck because I wanted to. Um, but, no, like, I've, I, I never had access to all the books. And you, you guys know me with reading. I was even more particular back when I was a kid because, like, 
if I was re- I I never wanted to read something at home because I didn't really like reading, especially because we'd be reading books in school and like oh I need to keep those two set. I need to make sure I'm not confusing my books and like uh, or or whatnot. So like I never read. So I had I think I had one or two Harry Potter books as a kid. Never read it and never got around to reading them. But I do. Own so what I'm hearing is you're a fake fan. Them. No, no. We just went over this, Cobb. We I'm just kidding. went over this, Mister. No, let's gatekeep Harry Potter though. Nobody knew <laughs> should get into Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, I will. I will say, like, yes, J.K. Rowling, fucking just human garbage. Um, yeah. unfortunately, a lot of that taint does fall onto the thing that she created. Um, I think that series is a great way to, for like people to get into reading and fantasy mm-hmm. because it is very accessible. It's it's a good way to get in to get young adults into young adult books. Yeah, exact exactly. Like it's a it is a good gateway for that stuff and like if you like it, there is then a world of other things to like check out. Whether you want to stay to the like young adult realm and like maybe read something else that like is on the the lower side of like complexity like like the Aragon books, the the inheritance cycle or like Go a little deeper into something like His Dark Materials, which has a lot of fucking wild, like, just anti-religion stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But Rich, you should try reading a book once in a while. I Look, I <laughs> keep wanting to. I, I, I know, that's why I said it. I have books in mind. I want to read. I do want to read. I want to try to read. But, like, every time I'm like, I want to read, I'm like, I'm just going to fall asleep. I'm tired. It's, I haven't been going to bed. Like, last week would have been a great week for me to read a book, because I was like actually awaken everything but then this week uh mental health took a dive and like i have not been wanting to go to bed uh so like monday i didn't i fell asleep on the couch off and on until four o'clock and then went to bed and then yesterday tuesday it was sunday and a monday and monday and a tuesday i did the same thing and then yesterday i like actually went to bed at like one which is normal for me but i'm now just behind on sleep and i'm just like man I, there's so much I want to do. I'm just so tired. I need to, I need to sleep better. I need to go to sleep. That's I mean, what it is. Read a book before bed. Don't play on your phone. Well, it's not even. It's not. It's none of that. It's. I. I it's. I, I've. I've said this before. It's. I don't want to go to bed. I, it's not that I'm. I can't sleep. It's. I don't. I refuse to go to bed some nights. Like I know I'm tired, but I'm like in my. It's. It's. I don't want to work. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. So I'm just going to sit here and watch TV for a bit before I go to bed. And then I end up falling asleep on the couch off and on for about an hour or two before I actually go to sleep. It's It, it's, it has nothing to do with not being able to fall asleep. Because if I'm tired, I go into my bed, I'm I'm down. I'm out. But, but if I if I start to fall asleep at 11 o'clock and I go to bed at 11 o'clock, I'm out by my bin, by midnight at the latest. Yeah, that's, but it's, that's wild. Like, that you, like, I'm just like, oh, is it bedtime? I love sleep. I'm going to go to sleep. Eat. Like, Thursday Thursday night, I do not want to have to go to work on Friday. Oh, I have to wake yeah. up at fucking quarter after five and drive for three hours each way. I fucking hate that. But, like, I like sleeping. I'm excited to go to sleep. It it has nothing to do with me not wanting to sleep. No, I, I get that. It has everything to do with me not wanting... Like, Friday into Saturday, I'll be in bed by 11 o'clock. 100%, I'll be in bed by 11 o'clock Friday into Saturday. Saturday into Sunday, 10, 11 o'clock. Maybe 12. I'll be in bed. Yeah. Sunday into Monday, I, I no, I don't want to go to bed. 
Yeah, I guess I don't dread anything enough to not want to get sleep. <laughs> I just don't want to wake up for work. That's all. Just call in dead. I've thought. I mean, what are they going to do? Say no? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you're actually, talking to me right now. <laughs> I didn't say I was dead. No, no, that, that's his boss responding to him saying he's dead. No, I know. And that's that's the response. I didn't say I was dead. I'm just calling in dead. Yeah. Other people are dead. Like, there are plenty of dead people in the world. You don't have to get specific, man. Uh, fair. <laughs> you just tell them how it is. Um, but anything else you want to say about uh, Legend of Vox Machina Season 2? If you haven't watched it, whether you're a fan of Critical War or not, you should check it out. It's it's a really good series. Like, the, the first season was actually really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It did not have a... I'm watching what used to be a live play feel. Like, it, it feels like yeah, a legitimate yeah. animated series. Yeah. And it is. And, yeah, they, they did a, a lot of work storyboarding it and making sure they hit the beats that they need to hit. They hit the jokes that they need to hit. Um, but also, like, condensing 30, 40, 50 hours into 12 episodes, into X amount of episodes. Like, they even went so far this season. Um, whenever Matt or anybody says that they are going to make their way somewhere. It's like, I'm going to make my way over to here, blah, blah, blah. You hear the whole cast go, making my way, like in, uh, is that, is that, that's not Vanessa Carlton. Is it, is it Vanessa Carlton? I think it is. It is. Like in her, in, in that song. They all sing it. They went so far as to put a musical montage of a song they made called Making My Way into this. That's awesome. Which I didn't catch at first. Like, I heard the musical montage, I didn't catch what the song was. It wasn't until I watched their, they have, like, a rewatch show uh, uh, each week, and I watched the rewatch show, and they brought magic to it, that I then re-listened to it. I was like, oh, shit, that's amazing. That's great. And so, like, they make sure to get in those, like, those, those things that were said or that happened in the show that people are like, oh, this still needs to be in it. They make sure to get that stuff, those inside jokes for the show, but also make it palatable for people who have not seen the game to be still be good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. At least, for, at least from the first season. Like I, I have to take your word on anything for the second season. It could be hot garbage, and I won't know until I get around to it. No, it's 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 great. Trust <laughs> me, it's great. Like, yeah, they did they did a lot of good stuff. Well, that's good to hear. Um, so I guess the the last thing to talk about is this show Daybreakers that is on Netflix. It's it's a zombie show, right? Yes, but like okay. it, it focuses very little on the zombies, yeah, um, but it... in a fun way, very unlike The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually from 2019. It's apparently based on like like an indie comic. Um, and the zom- you know what caused the zombie apocalypse? Um, at some point, um, bombs were were shot across the world, or dropped missiles, whatever you want to call them, that released some sort of chemical agent that melted most adults. The The adults that were, like, far enough away from impact didn't melt, but they became, like, zombie-ish. Um, they basically wandered around the streets, like, just repeating whatever the last, like, couple of things they said were, and then going into, like, a frenzy when they see, like, living people. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole world is, is just run by teenagers. Um, yeah, it's it's actually the show's called Daybreak, not Daybreakers. Oh, I'm sorry. Daybreak. Yeah. Um so yeah, the the whole thing is is run by teenagers. Uh we the show focuses primarily on one who was like new to the area that the show takes place in. Um he had been there it seems like maybe like a, a handful of months before 
everything went to shit. And through most of it, he is trying to look for his girlfriend, who he knows is still alive, but cannot find. Um, and, like, as he's going, like, he, he makes friends with a handful of people. Um, they, they, they do the classic mall thing where, like, they get, they get holed up in a mall. There are a ton of different factions. The villainous faction are the jocks, but it's, like, all the jocks, including, like, the golf team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're, they're, they're led by one psychopath football player. Um, who okay. at some point, something bad happened to him, he got, like, burned up and all, um, and, like, he can't talk. So, okay. but overall, like, it's not the best show, but, like, it's usually, it's usually pretty good. And, like, it was good enough that we wanted to keep, to keep watching it. Um, so I think we watched, I want to say it's ten episodes, might be eight, but we watched all of them, like, over the course of the weekend, because it was, like, it was enough that, like, we wanted, to, we wanted to see what happened next. Um, yeah. The biggest downside is it did get canceled after the first season, and it ends on, like, somewhat of a cliffhanger. Of course. Like, it's one of those cliffhangers where, like, it could be this the series finale, and, like, it is not the most satisfying series finale, but it's, like, acceptable. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, it's like, there is definitely more story here, and we're just not going to get it. Yeah, because in normal uh, Netflix fashion, they it didn't get Stranger Things numbers, so they canceled. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, a, as the show, like, goes on, they do the, the, it's, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking in it, and there's a lot of flashbacks. So you get to see a lot of what happened, like, leading up to everything going to shit. Um, and it occasionally will change, like, POV, like, four episodes, um, to, like, other of the, the main characters. So you kind of get to see, like, things from their side and, like, what was happening to them before everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some of the characters are really good, and that like there are a few adults that you, that are like primarily in flashbacks, um, that are also like they're good. Um, uh, Matthew Broderick plays like the um the principal of the school, and like he's fantastic. Um, I, I mean it's Matthew Broderick, so like it's a given, mm-hmm. but yeah, but yeah, like enjoyable show, like all around. Um, would definitely recommend checking it out, even if it is only one season. Yeah, that that show has been on my list um since it came out. Um that and uh there's a uh a Korean uh 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 zombie I think it's a show called All of Us Are Dead that was also on my list since it, that that one came out last year though, but I, I haven't gotten around to watching it. But like that both All of Us Are Dead and Daybreak has have been something I've wanted to watch. Um and I knew Daybreak was going to be a little bit more on the silly side. I just never got around to it. And and it definitely is. Like, um, one of the main characters, she's like a twelve year old girl. Um, but like she's a pyromaniac. Um, she fucking curses all the time and was a drug dealer leading up to everything going to shit. Like, literally like made her own designer drugs based on the shit that her therapist was um prescribing her. Mm-hmm. So like she was going to therapy saying all the right words to get all the different medications and then turning them into like a like a slime like a flavored slime for like teenagers to eat and then going to the high school she didn't actually attend and selling it to the high school students mm-hmm. it was weird it was good i like like it had a lot of good stuff it had some stuff that was just like okay like this this is very cliche or obvious this like this is where this was going to go but Overall, like the the humor was was right for what they were trying to do, um, and the handful of times where they had like the the serious moments, like those moments worked. Yeah, but that I assume is probably going to be a show. 
Yes. Yeah. I agree. I'm gl- I am glad you agree. Um, so next two weeks from now, on February 30th, we'll be talking about Akira. And for everybody else, February 30th is actually March 2nd. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I did, I did it one more time. I, I know what I did. I know what I did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I know what I did. Um, but yeah, so March 2nd, we'll be talking about Akira. Uh, it's available, at least in the U.S., on Hulu, subbed and dubbed. Um, other than that, you can find more of our content at www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline, or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash video. Sorry, I had to uh, hiccup there. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Now, Rich, what does your streams look like? Uh, check out, check me out on uh, twitch.tv slash walnuts for video game streaming. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, uh, I'll be playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order pretty much every one of those days until I beat it. Uh, might take some occasional breaks here or there to play maybe Apex or something else, but generally it's going to be Jedi Fallen Order. Check are, you mo- are you moving over to um, Tales of Arise after that? Probably after like a week or so, I'll probably take a break from the story games and just play whatever the fuck I want for a few days and then jump jump into that for sure. That's fair. That is fair. Um, when By the way, I meant to ask you this. When are you going to play the Wily Wars from your Mega Man stuff? Uh, it's it's on the Switch. I, 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 what? I don't... Probably not. What, is, what the fuck is a Wily War? It was the um, Sega Genesis release for Mega Man. Oh, so it, it, it's, it, it's in the Sega Genesis collection. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow, shit. I might have to go play that. <laughs> I did not know. There are, like, three decent games in the Sega Genesis collection. Sonic 2, The Wily Wars, and Echo the Dolphin. Uh, I did not... So I, Streets I, of Rage 2 is in there. I didn't know that. that. Okay. That, that must be, like, a newer edition, because it wasn't in there when it initially came out. I think it so was. I don't think it was. Um, But I don't know. I need a break from Mega Man. That just... Those last three games just fucking killed it for but me. But this is classic Mega Man. I, just, I still need a break from Mega Man. Um, yeah. I am also pretty sure. I think the Wily Wars is actually like a compilation of the NES Mega Mans. Maybe. I think it's just like one, two, and three. Honestly. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm look. I actually just brought up the Wikipedia page. It's remakes of the first three Mega Man games. Okay. Alongside a new game called Wily Tower, only unlockable with a completed save file. Yeah, I don't feel like playing them all, all three of those again, especially Mega Man 1. Yeah, but it's, it's a remake on the Sega Genesis. Don't forget, Sega does what Nintendo don't. Man, how good is the fucking music in that version? <laughs> that's what oh, I need to know. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, but no, I, I get it, Rich. I'm, I'm mostly kidding. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See you.